And this is Encounter with God here on Faith FM where we get into our 20 million movement Bible study for the day. Before we do, we have another clue for our quiz that nobody has found the answer for yet. Yes, indeedy, weedy. We have another cluey wee for the quizzy wizzy. Sorry, I'll stop that now. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, well, Lawson, welcome to the show. Yes. Hey, hey Lawson. Yes, what's going on? <laughs> all good. I'm so glad you're here, Lawson. I need you to help me with this show. <laughs> I threw up in the break. Oh, no, don't do that. I did. I actually threw up into my mug, which I then had to go and wash. Oh, yuck. No, don't (laughs) tell us that. this is the breakfast show. No, stop. It wasn't like a a gross spew. It was like, I I actually for once couldn't get my my, my jellyfish juice down. And it just, it wouldn't go down. It was so, because I've run out of juice and the juice masks the taste. And so I swallowed it and my my swallow reflex went, no. Why is the dump button not sitting in front of me? (laughs) Sorry, guys. Everything These are the things I terrible. do to recover from from Africa and, and get my iron levels back up. Anyway, anyway, what, what what city am I? Next clue. It is here in this city that Paul met Aquila and Priscilla. Do you know the answer, Lawson? Yeah, I know this one. Okay, yeah, cool, cool. I know it's so. If you know the answer, give us a call one eight hundred Faith FM one eight hundred three two four eight four three, and uh, and uh, give us a call, and we will send you a copy of TD Jake's "Loose That Man and Let Him Go." Lawson and Lyle both know. Yeah, the answer. we got this one. Yeah, we got it nailed. Got it I think path. I think Lawson cheated because he was producing earlier on. <laughs> Multi-skilled he Lawson. Was, yeah, he's learning the desk. We're very proud of young. I'm Lawson learning. Here. I'm learning all the ropes. Come here, radio gun. And no, I'm just. I'm just here to steal everyone's job. And just be like a one man show. <laughs> hey, I would totally listen to that. You should do like an afternoon show or like a mid morning show. Yeah, well, you should talk no, to the boss. you should come on in. Okay, so we start at six. Lawson should start at four. He can do the four to six section. <laughs> we'll, do the, we'll do the six to nine. I'm so up for that. That's an awesome idea. Oh, yeah. When you guys, reckon, Lawson? You got to become like a 3 a.m. kind of guy. Oh, dude. Do the, what do they call that? The graveyard the shit? Graveyard shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't can know, you? it can be great for you in your young age, sticking to a <laughs> hardcore schedule. Oh, yeah. Coming a morning person. Super keen. I'm actually, yeah, let's do it. Let's. If you want to hear me speak at four o'clock in the morning, give us a call at 1-800-324-843, make a petition, and we'll uh, we'll take that to our superiors. Come on, guys. I know there's funding. someone out there that can uh, jump in and... Um, yeah, really push the push, push the envelope here. The envelope yeah, Lawson us. Lawson is by far my favourite stand-in. So just those of you who don't know who Lawson is, Lawson often I'm helps. Glad you said stand-in. Yeah, yeah. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> so it was very politically Lyle, correct of you. Lyle and I are sick. Lawson jumps in and, and handles it, and he's also learning the desk. So if our producer Shell is sick, he can fill in there mm. as well. But uh, we, he came with us for Ethiopia, and we did a trio, and it was just awesome. It was, it was awesome. And guess what, Lyle? What? Lawson and I are cooking up a rad plan yes. to go to GYC, the biggest... General Youth Conference. That's what it used to stand for. They changed it now to Generation of Youth for Christ. A Generation of Youth for Christ. Yeah, 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 of course. They changed it like 20 yeah, years ago, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they did. But it, is, <laughs> so it still is a massive, massive Christian youth conference that happens every year. It's the biggest within the Adventist church, and it happens every year um, over the New Year's period in but the But anyone States. can be blessed by this. Anyone can go, because um, I'm not really youth anymore, uh, but anyone can go, and it's in, um, yeah, it's in America, in Kentucky. It's in Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky. And Lawson and I are hatching, cooking up a plan to go to this uh, conference. And we think we might do radio there, eh? Oh, yeah. Hey. That would be super cool. Give us a call. 1-800-324-843. Start a petition. GYC Radio. We'll we'll get it done. Actually, maybe you guys can help me with something because I absolutely refuse to spend that amount of money 
on travel and not clock on an extra country because I've been to America before, so it doesn't count towards okay, my country Mexico. count. I haven't done Mexico. That is the obvious answer. <laughs> but you I mean, mean in Canada? I have been to Canada. Ah, uh, because yeah. Louisville's way closer to Canada. Is it? Is it than Mexico? The no. no, it's down the bottom. Yeah, no, Louis- not possible. No, it is. No, not it's possible. Down the, uh, lo- hang on, your wife, the American, is saying it's up the top. Hang on. Okay, Google Maps. Is your friend? It will have the answer, but and I'm going for Mexico as being closer. Nah. So I think you should do a road Canada. trip to Mexico. But do you reckon there's um, a country maybe like we a need to get into our Bible study for the day? Yeah, so you can true. look that up and settle that while we get into our Bible study. We are way distracted. Lyle um, and I are correct. Oh no, hang no, on, no, no. You know what? It's kind oh, of in the that. middle. It's in the middle. It's just it touches Ohio, but it also touches. But I said Tennessee. Louisville, which is up in the most northern point of Kentucky. Yeah, do you know what? You guys are correct. It is closer to Canada than it is yes. to Mexico. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, well, it's kind of not close to anywhere. Then, if it, it wasn't the other corner, <laughs> it's like being in be Alice right. Springs and saying Alice Springs is close to Hobart. Anything. <laughs> oh, what? Hobart or Dilly? Which one is it closer to? Yeah. <laughs> the answer is Dilly. <laughs> okay. Let, mate, yeah, we What's the closest started? capital city to uh, Townsville? Huh? Town- there you go. Oh, I don't know. What is the I'm going to guess Darwin. No. Uh, I think no. it's Moresby. It's not, say, it's not it's Brisbane. Gonna be, it's going to be PNG, oh, isn't like, it? It's not Brisbane. PNG. Oh, okay. It's not Brisbane. There you go. Anyway, anyway, uh, geography aside, we are talking about loss this week. And yesterday, we talked about loss of health, yes. which we have all experienced on occasion and Mon momentarily did this morning. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, we had to find out about that. Yeah. But um, today, <laughs> sorry, we are sorry, talking everyone. about loss of trust which is something that both Lawson and I have experienced this morning because we no longer <laughs> trust Mon to keep her mouth shut. <laughs> yeah. Terrible I'm thing. sorry. <laughs> I won't tell anyone. Uh, okay, so loss of trust is uh, the issue this morning. Um, okay, so let me ask you guys. Have you ever betrayed someone? Yes. yes. Ooh, that was quick. <laughs> yeah. Straight off the bat. It hurts to say. It does. Lost a friend over it too. Mm. Yeah, that's it's pretty awful, isn't it? Yep. And then you start questioning who you are anymore and then, yeah. Okay. Have you ever been betrayed by someone? Yes. Mm. Yeah, I don't think it's possible for anybody here to uh, on this earth to say, I don't think, well, I don't think it's possible for anyone here on this earth to say no to either of those questions. Mm. That's true. Uh, because, you know, in a broken world where you've got broken people, mm. It's just what happens. Yeah, it reflects the 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 victimship, but also the perpetratorship of sin. That it's yeah. a two way street where, as much as we're perpetrators, we're also victims. And yeah, rough gig. Oh yeah. man, it just got really heavy. Yeah. Like, it did. <laughs> that, went, that got heavy fast. Okay, so we are all sinful, dysfunctional people who, at some time, will prove ourselves to be untrustworthy to someone who has trusted. And it's kind of one of those subjects where I sort of think, I I want to sit here and say, oh, tell us about your experience of betraying someone. And it's like, no, actually, I don't want to hear that. Mm. And, you know, when I think about times when I've betrayed someone, you know, the negative emotions that come up in relationship to that, you know, because I think in in many ways the betrayer suffers as much as the betrayed. Yeah. Mm. If you think about it, that feeling you get. If not more. You know that feeling you get when you accidentally step on your pet dog's foot, his paw, and he starts squealing, and you feel horrible? It's like that times a bazillion. Mm. I feel more terrible when I step on a human's foot, and they start no, squealing and screaming. Like a you know, little kid. 
was, it was, it was, <laughs> okay. We stepped on a kid. Anyway, no, because dogs are so helpful and they forgive you immediately. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, immediately yeah, yeah. start licking you like they're the one that did the, something wrong. That, that's and yeah. that's the thing that really breaks your heart with a dog is they instantly mm-hmm. like. You I'm so me, sorry. I'm so you. sorry. Yeah, I love yeah. you. I love you. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I think mm. they're being punished or something. Yeah. You need to try and. It's like whenever my dog gets in trouble for something and I get upset with him and he always just tries to shower me with. Love. Massive, <laughs> massive amounts of love. Like, like I didn't mean it. <laughs> like, yeah. yes, you did. I know you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I know as soon as I turn my back, you will do that again. But yeah, it's that, it's that, that horrible feeling you get, but it's, mm. it's so much worse because you know it's. it's it's not because you accidentally stepped on a dog's foot. It's because you you are sinful, and you have a sinful nature, and that's why you mm. did it. Yeah, I think for myself, like you know, I don't want to get into personal experiences, but as a as a, quite a young person, the I my mind immediately goes to some of the experiences I've had with like my family, like my sisters and my parents, and and just like. And I think this is where, you know, because all of us have betrayed family at times mm. and all of us have been betrayed by family and that probably hurts the most. Yeah. You know, because friends, one of those things like you can, you know, if it gets bad enough, you can just choose to move on. Yeah. But family, you, you can choose your friends, you can't choose your family. Mm. And they're always going to be your family and because of that, there is always going to be a connection there even if you don't want it to be. Yeah. Fully. Um, and you're always going to be hurt so much more infinitely worse when your trust is betrayed by a family member mm. than, you know, when it's a, a friend or a close friend. Yeah, because you just can't move on. Yeah, you, you can't. can't be like, do you know what? I'm done with you. Move on. Because no. you're, you, no and matter the, how much you don't like it, you're still related. And and you'll be related that, forever. And there's that blood connection. Yep. yep. And, and we, I think we should never um, underestimate just how strong that blood connection is. Uh, and even people like, you know, they deny they have family members, like I've written that person out of my life, but that person is never, ever out of their life. You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. All right, so let's talk about uh, marriages then because marriages are probably the area in which trust is broken more often than any other yeah, area. Fully. Yeah, isn't that right, Lawson? Yeah, we know all about oh, that, man. don't we? Like, we full <laughs> bottle on this one. Like, ask us anything about marriage. Lawson and I will know the answer. It's interesting because there's, there's this interesting statement in the study guide that says this, and I thought it was kind of insightful. You could even say that one of the purposes of marriage is to teach us the lesson of how to rebuild trust when it is broken. Wow. 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 Oh, there you go. That's a heavy statement. Rethinking marriage now. (laughs) That is a heavy statement. Mm. Because I think more than anything, like marriage is a commitment, you know, to to someone where it's like, okay, we're we're laying all selfishness aside to to give to one another. Like we're both putting into this relationship, you know, through life and life and death and thick and thin and health and peace and all that kind of stuff and so it's like especially because that person it's they're not related to you it's a completely non-blood relative person and you're just like choosing to be 100 okay. percent there for them you know? but even, i will say this you even realize how I will selfish say this. you are until you get married i will say this while they are not a blood relative the person that you are married to is closer than a blood relative oh yeah 100 percent. they want your one closer. flesh you know that's right that's right. And so it's a different level again than a blood relationship. 
Um, this is this is this is closer again. And the simple reality is that we always, you know, we're human beings. We break each other's trust. You know, mm-hmm. we promise things and we don't follow through with them, and it doesn't happen. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I, I guess um, you know we should we should look at ways to uh, you know alleviate that with some simple little phrases like rather than yeah I'll do that it should be I will do my best to do that yeah fully because so often you know we promise things and uh, yeah for whatever reason it just doesn't happen mm. whether it's within our control or out of our control um, this is the story of of uh, of a marriage relationship it's mm. something that in a marriage relationship you have to be able to learn to deal with and to work through uh, because it's going to be a reality and I think that one of the dangers is uh, of marriage relationships is when people go in with false expectations, unreal mm. expectations, and they need to recognize that we are all broken human beings. Yeah. We just have different kinds of brokenness. And so you should never go into a marriage relationship thinking, my trust will never be broken. No, your trust will be broken. Now, there are some kinds of trust when they are broken that you can't recover from. Mm. Um, and there are some times of trust when it is broken that you should not uh, recover from, and I'll give some examples. Uh, domestic violence. Mm. You know, if domestic violence is part of your relationship, um, you know, if this is something that has come into your relationship, I would say get out. Absolutely, get out. If uh, if your spouse hits you, and particularly for women, because women are more vulnerable than men, and women are the ones who are hit so much more than men are because of that. If you are a woman, and a man hits you. I would say that is the point at which you leave. Mm. Absolutely. Because it is actually dangerous to say. There are lots of other things that can go wrong in that relationship and it then becomes your choice. You know, you know, so, for instance, um, your spouse commits adultery or something like that. That's probably you know one of the highest levels of breaking trust within a relationship that there is. And in that kind of a situation, you have the choice, do I stay and try and work this through or not? Mm. And there are some cases where I think, you know, okay, they they choose to do that. And, and of course, you know, from a pastoral perspective, it's never my position to, you know, to make that decision on somebody else's part, but rather to counsel that person and give them support in the decision that they make. Mm. But they have that option to make that different decision. In a situation of domestic violence, you don't have that option. Domestic violence is not normal. It's yeah. not, not a normal part of a relationship. It's not something that you should say, well, you know, it only happens every now and then or it only happens when he's drunk or, uh, you know, or you know, I provoked him or any of this kind of stuff. I shouldn't have provoked him. No, there's no excuse for it ever mm. at any point in time whatsoever at all. Amen. Absolutely. I million percent agree. The moment, the moment you get hit, get just out. leave. Yeah. Um, and, and the thing is, you know, there is, um, there is, I guess, um, such a high rate of men who, once they have done that once, they will do it again. Yeah. That's now, true. the best thing that you can do, if you're in a relationship, you've never been hit, uh, but your relationship's a bit volatile and you have some, you know, some heated arguments at times and all relationships have those, uh, if you get hit that first time, the best thing that you can do is to leave at that point. Yeah, draw the line immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you don't, basically what you are saying to the man is, this is okay. Mm. You can get away with this. And once it becomes a habit for that man, it destroys him. You will destroy your spouse if you do not leave. 
I don't know how I could say, state this more strongly. Yeah, you said And it baffles me. It baffles me and it frustrates me. There is so much available. There is friends. There is relatives. There is um, refuges. There is organizations yeah. that are available to support people in, you know, all these kinds of situations of, you know, domestic abuse and so forth. And uh, in, in all of those situations, uh, with all of that that is available, it, it frustrates me that people will stay in a relationship like that. And basically what they are doing is they are feeding the abuser. Mm. Oh, that's heavy. Okay, so yeah, we got heavy real fast, but uh, let's—that's like the ultimate break of, breaking of trust, mm. right there. Yes, physical, yeah, physical abuse. Well, I think it's right up there with adultery. Yeah, mm. but adultery is something that's possibly healable. You know, we've got many examples of that, but with with physical abuse, it becomes dangerous. Yeah. I don't remember God ever asking anyone to stay in a, in a physically abusive relationship. Never. Mm. Yeah, no. Not whatsoever, none whatsoever at all. There is nothing whatsoever at all. And even, even, and we talked about this the other day. If you look at the, um, you know, the story of Abraham, Isaac, Ishmael, and Hagar, here you've got a relationship that God broke up. And God broke it up because Hagar was being abused and because Isaac was in danger of being abused. And so because there was danger to the child and danger to the woman, he broke the relationship up. Mm. Are there any examples in the Bible of violent marital relationships? That's an interesting question. If you know the answer to that one, give us a call. Yeah. 1-800-324-843. I will give you a special prize because I can't think of one off the top of my I'm head. I'm like, anything of Delilah chopping off Samson's hair. Just kind of invading his, you know. Yeah, okay. That was, that's 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 that's. that's that's pretty abusive because she was a, wasn't she a piece of work? No. Mm-hmm. Um, in a different kind of category, definitely, mm. a, definitely a story of broken trust, right yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, huge broken trust. Um, at the same time, you've it's one of those situations where Samson stayed in an abusive relationship, mm. Mm. and he should have gotten out. The warning signs were there and there and there and there, and he just kept staying. I mean, how many times do you have to recognize the fact that your wife has sold herself out you know, to your enemies and is trying to destroy you? That's actually a really good example. I'm glad you brought that one up. Um, the one that I'll give you a prize for is of um, a spouse hitting a spouse. Yeah. Give me a prize for that one if you can come up with one. I can't think of one off the top of my head. I can't head. think of one either. Do you, maybe, maybe didn't, did you reckon it maybe didn't exist back then? Of course it oh, existed. It, yeah, it Do you existed. It, it has existed since sin has existed, I would say. It's mm. a shame. Okay, so what other circumstances might there be, would you suggest, where there is non-negotiable, you break this relationship at this particular point? Mm. Sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. I reckon that would be a non-negotiable. Yeah? Yep. Mm. I would uh, I would add to that um, pedophilia. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not just towards each other, but towards. Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. So rape and pedophilia, because rape in my mind comes in d- under the same category. You know, if 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 a spouse rapes their spouse, I would p- place that in the same category as as you know being hit, physical abuse, that kind of thing. Well, yeah, yeah. No, it's a bit of a different yeah. category, but. Um, you know, there's plenty of examples of relationships where, you know, the one spouse has committed adultery and the couple's been able to work it through. But when it comes to pedophilia, my advice would be this is a non-negotiable. You don't ever go back to that relationship ever mm. again. Well, no. adultery, or I think technically still in Australia is a criminal offence, right? 
Is it? I no. Think it's ever been I, okay, offense. so it's not an. So, for example, adultery is not a criminal offence. Yes, but pedophilia and domestic That's violence right. is. That's absolutely. And so it's a, it's a it's a different level. It's a different mm. category. Um, it's a it's it's an offence. You know, against the law of God. It's yeah. a crime against the law of God. There's no question about that. But there's a full on civil penalty for doing yes. those things. So yes. What about homosexuality? <laughs> Like um, okay, so if you're, if you're married to somebody and they uh, decide that they are... Um, yeah, if they know. cheated on you and they cheated with the same gender. Yeah, and I think that's probably an example where that relationship, you know, done. Is, is probably done. Um, yeah, anyway, this is Alan Jackson with Only Trust Him. soul by sin oppressed there's mercy with the Lord and he will surely give you rest by trusting in his word only trust him only trust him only trust him now he will save you save you now for Jesus shed his precious blood rich blessings to bestow plunge now into the crimson flood that washes white as snow only trust him only trust him only trust him now he will save you he will save you he will save you now yes jesus is the truth the way that leads you into rest believe in him without delay and you are full save you, He will save you, He will save you now. Only trust Him, only trust Him, only trust Him now. He will save you, He will save you, He will save was Alan Jackson with Only Trust Him here on Faith FM. Very appropriate song. Only trust in Him. Only trust Jesus because He will never let you down. Is there an instance anywhere in Scripture where Jesus has ever let anyone down? Mm. No, there, no isn't. there is not. God will never let you down. Mm-hmm. Jesus will never let you down. Ne- yeah, it's kind of nice. It's actually incredibly nice to know that there is at least one person who will never let you down, oh, who will yes. never betray your trust. Mm. Oh man, so many verses just sort of flood to my mind about, um, yeah, just just the faithfulness of Jesus. Yes, um, you know, well, the one in particular, the verse that actually started the Reformation. Do you know what that verse is? 
The one from Habakkuk. Yeah, Habakkuk 2.4. The just shall live by his faithfulness. Yes. Um, and that that's actually, that verse is interesting because it's actually like a little bit of a two-way street. Did you hear that the other day when we had that for the uh, clue for the quiz? No. What? Yes, we had that one. That was uh, the, the, was a what book of mine? It was Habakkuk. Oh, dude, I would have won that shirt. That's like one of my favorite books in the Old Testament, actually. Yeah, and, and, and uh, nobody got it. Are you serious? Nobody got it. Oh, it was like the my. verse that started the what? Reformation. Nobody got it. Anyway, uh, by the way, Mon, uh, what have you got for uh, this uh, quizzes? Clues, okay, quiz. let me read out our next one for you. Let me just stick us on Instagram. So Insta watchers can get another copy of this. Okay, what city am I? Two of Paul's epistles are addressed to the believers in this city. Okay, so mm-hmm. first and second. Something or other. Oh, that was close. <laughs> <laughs> Almost looked out. It was so one. hard not to say it right Second. then. <laughs> <laughs> it was so hard not to Give say it. Give us a call if you know the answer and you can win the prize. 1-800-FAITH-FM is the number. It's 1-800-324-843 mm. or you can text 0491064669. Okay, so we're talking about broken trust. We're talking yes. about um, how to heal broken trust. So let's go to James chapter 5 and verse 16. And Lawson, if you could give us the... Uh, First and basic principle from your enormous Bible you've yep. got there the, on the how to heal dog Bible, how to heal broken trust. James chapter five. This is your said? new one that you bought at Big Camp, right? Yes, yeah. This is loving the it. Big Look at him. Look at that little preacher can you even, man. Can you even preach from that Bible? I can actually at RTM. They have a very solid, sturdy podium. Okay, so it's a good thing you got a podium. If you preach from that, I'd like to see you preach from that Bible without a podium. But sometime. I've got my little my my original Bible, and it is like I remember you talking about this one time, and I didn't really understand. But now that I have two Bibles, my old Bible is so cultivated. Yes, like it just opens well up everywhere I want to. Like, well trained. Well trained. Um, Bible. So yeah. chapter five and verse chapter five, James chapter five and verse sixteen. The Bible says, "Confess your trespasses to one another." And pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Okay, so this is where betrayal of trust, the healing of betrayal of trust starts. Mm. It starts with confession. Yeah. And so if you have betrayed somebody's trust and you want to heal that broken trust, this is where you start. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so if somebody then comes to you with confession, how should you respond? I think um, in terms of your your practical ap- actions, that applies to the situation, but in terms of yeah. your, your mental state and your spiritual state... No, I'm, ta- I'm saying, let's, let's say I've broken your trust. You know, let's say that uh, I gossiped about you, Lawson. Okay. And I come to you like I'm like Lawson. I have to um, I have to apologise this time. Um, I was talking about da, 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 and I said da, 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 about you mm. uh, to this person and that person, and the other person. How are you going to respond at that particular point? Mm. Oh, I think I think in that that particular, to me. How are you going to respond yeah, to me in that particular situation? I'd I'd um I I'd have to think come first with a forgiving heart mm-hmm. and say, hey, you know, I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, secondarily, it would be somewhat of recompense and, and something to sort of build that relationship up again. Um, I, I think that, you know, in, in fact, James talks about how faith without, like, action and, and works is like dead faith. And in, in a relationship with someone, there is that kind of faith. And so I would expect, um, you know, not that you have to then sort of work your way out of it, but just in terms of, I don't know, I would keep mental tabs and, and just kind of 
Yeah, you, you, the, the, the Bible talks about forgiveness. It doesn't talk about forgetting. That's something yeah. that we added. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, forgive, forgive, forgive and forget does not exist in the Bible. Mm. Just I forgive. I didn't know that. I've always wondered, like, how do you actually forget something? No, that's not in the Bible. Roughly. Who added that forget business? That thing has been a conundrum for me since I was a kid and heard that. And I thought, how can you light force... Bulb, light bulb moment for Mon here this morning. How can you force your own memory to forget mm. something? Okay, but Mon, how about this then? Let's say that I came to you and uh, and, and I, you know, I, I, I confessed to you that um, I had been gossiping about be- you behind your back, saying terrible things, um, stealing stuff out of your... <laughs> pile of stuff that you own that you're trying to get rid of anyway, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, how, would you, how would you respond to me in that situation? Look, I'd, I'd certainly forgive you, but I would definitely be uh, taking precautions that you know mm. I wasn't going to be tempting you. And I think this applies. I mean, this is the main reason why I couldn't figure out this whole forgive and forget business because you know, when you apply that, that saying to a, a pedophile, you know, you forgive them of their pedophilia. But you sure don't forget it. But you sure should never, you should never say, yeah. I forgot that this person's a pedophile. Hey, come help out with the kids club. Like it's, you can't be doing that. Like yeah. that's just, that yeah. is abuse it's towards true. the children to forget that someone is a pedophile. And even though that's a harsh and extreme example, I think a, like a, a, a diluted version of that is what happens. Like if I catch you stealing my stuff, Lyle, like I'm going to forgive you, but I'm going to watch you when you're around stuff. Yeah. Like... You know, because uh, I, I don't want to say that's my trust broken, but I do want to say that's just like the, I don't know, I don't know how to explain that. How, how you, it's, it's being smart about it now, yeah. being aware of something, like you didn't realize there was an issue before and now you Okay, are. so let me, let, me, let, me, let me go down this path then. Is this an opportunity then to, uh, to ream the other person out, to have a massive freak out and to just go nuts at them? No. 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 Uh, Why not? I don't think your anger is ever really justified and it doesn't really help anyone. What if you're not angry? What if you just freaked out? Is that going to help out? If you need a moment to get over it, sure. But do you know, actually, when you asked at the beginning of this Bible study, like, have you ever betrayed someone? And I said yes and I lost a friend over it. The reality was I actually was the one who ended up walking away from that friendship because when I confessed to her that I had betrayed her trust, she did a massive freak out and she went on and on and on and, you know, yelling at me on the phone, telling me how she's going to call up everybody I know and tell everyone I did and so that they know who it is that I really am. And it just went on and on and on. And for months afterwards, you know, she said she'd forgiven me, but she kept holding my nose to it. And the relationship never repaired. She, she was always just bitter about it and never... And I hate saying like I, I hate saying it, sounding like I'm entitled to anything, but she never let me turn over a new leaf and try and make it better. And in the end, it's like I can't. I, I, no matter how many times I apologized, she wouldn't let me be forgiven. And, and so in the end, I was the one who's like, I can't handle this anymore. Like if you can't forgive me, and if we can't move on and repair it, I'm going to have to step away because I can't continue the relationship. Yeah, and I think this is an important point because betrayal of pr- trust is a part of every human relationship. Mm. And if you are in a relationship with somebody, whether it's a friend or a spouse or whatever it might be, any kind of relationship, and you betray somebody's trust, your first step is to ask for forgiveness. If they do not accept that forgiveness or if they react you know, incredibly badly in response to that, then um, you're never going to restore that relationship. That's exactly what happened, yeah. And, uh, and so I think you know, it does go somewhat of a two-way street here. The Bible does not say forget. Mm. That would be foolish. And, and so that, we do remember, but that does not mean we hold it against the person forever. It does not mean that we have a freak out. 
when somebody comes to us to confess to us, we have to recognize just how unbelievably hard it is for them to get to that particular point. Mm. We have to respect that and we have to honor that. We have to accept their confession. We have to forgive them and not hold it against them from that point forward. Yes, not forget, but not hold it against them and not have a, uh, a massive freakout. Anyway, we're going to move on. Uh, we're going to have uh, Lauren Daigle with Trust in You, another great trust song here, going right along with our theme of the day. Letting go of every single dream I lay each one down at your feet Every moment of my wandering Never changes what you see I've tried to win this war, I confess My hands are weary, I need your rest Mighty warrior, king of the fight No matter what I face, you're by my side Tomorrow brings There's not a day yet You have not seen us So in all things Be my life and breath I want what you want, Lord And nothing less When you don't move the mountains I'm leading you to move When you don't part the waters I wish I could walk through 
Happy Hearts is a free community craft program for kids aged 1 to 5, designed to encourage growth and creativity through Bible stories. Join us each Tuesday during the school term from 9.30 till 11am at the Senior Citizens Hall, 401 Warburton Highway, Wandon North. For more information or to register, go to happyhandsart.com.au forward slash happyhearts or contact Patricia on 0425 854 516. That's 0425 854 516. Happy Hearts. Free fun for kids and the mess stays with us. Pastor Brendan from Harvey Seventh-day Adventist Church, and I'd like to personally invite you to worship God with us each Sabbath. We start off with Bible study groups at 9.30am, then hold our community worship service at 11am. We also organize groups that meet during the week to connect, eat, and study the Bible together. So if you're looking to be part of an encouraging Christian community, come and join us. For more information, you can call me on 422 896 553 that's 0422 You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio.
Welcome back, guys. That was Nicole Mullen with Redeemer here as Mon just about <laughs> falls off her chair. Lawson's playing around. Can you, like, smack him or something? He's messed with my chair. I, like, I, like plunged <laughs> to the ground and then I leant back and my seat almost fell off because he's messed the settings on my chair. And I was choking because I was drinking while I plunged to the ground. And now he's dying laughing. Look at him. Look at this little punk. Someone fire a awesome before he takes all that job. Such a good setup too. Like I just I flipped the first one up like thirty seconds <laughs> before I flipped the next one up. Break a bone. Okay. Anyway, last clue for our what city am I quiz. This is the final clue. Paul gave a definition of love to the church located here. Ooh. Mm. Give us a call if you know the answer, 1-800-FAITH-FM. Might be in one of those first and second books. Yeah, yeah, I think so. That. Probably yeah, in chapter yeah. 13 of the first one, I reckon. Oh. Come <laughs> <laughs> on. Talk about the giving words. it away. Love is patient. Love is kind. If you've ever the been to a wedding, you would have love. seen this this uh, this city. Okay, uh, Mon, what do you got for uh, question oh, of the day? Yeah, we so do need Q to talk about that today. Q of the D um, mm-hmm. coming up today is a great one. And uh, Lyle, I'm very interested to see what you say about this, but let mm-hmm. me just flick my phone into my video mode and get mm-hmm. you on camera so I can have this evidence. Uh, okay, question of the day. How long does hell burn for? I don't know. Um. Well, thanks for tuning in, everyone that's in the show. <laughs> the Bible doesn't say how long hell burns for. The Bible does say this. Uh, let me read it to you. Uh, verse uh, chapter, Revelation 20, verse 9. The devil, uh, sorry, they, the wicked, went up on the surface of the earth, surrounded the camp of the saints, the beloved city, and fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. So the Bible says that the wicked are devoured as in burnt up, and there are a multitude of verses in the Bible that say the same thing, in the fires of hell. So we do know that hell does not burn forever. But if we go back to uh, Revelation, uh, sorry, Matthew chapter 16 and verse 27, the Bible says, For the Son of Man will come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he shall reward everyone according to his works. And so there are some who would say that there is no punitive punishment involved in hellfire. The Bible says that there is, and that people are punished according to their works. This is what the Bible teaches. And so the Bible teaches that hell does not burn forever, but there are degrees of punishment that are meted out. And we need to look at the reason for that, um, which we'll talk about in just a moment before I read this next passage, which is from Luke. And this is a bit of a parable here. Um, and really, you need to read from uh, verse 41, but we'll go down to, say, verse 45. The Bible says, But if that servant say in his heart, My Lord delays his coming, and begins to beat the servants and the maidens, and to eat and drink and be drunk, the Lord of that servant will come in a day when he looks not for him, an hour that he is not aware, and will cut him asunder, cut him in half, and will appoint him his portion with unbelievers. Um, and that servant which knew his Lord's will, and did not prepare himself, neither did according to his will, shall be beaten with many stripes. But he that did not know and did not commit things worthy of stripes shall be be beaten with few stripes. And so the principle here is very, very clear that there are degrees of punitive action that God takes. The real question is, why does God take punitive action? 
And the answer is it's not for the benefit, obviously, of the sinner because they're going to die anyway. There's nothing you can do for the sinner. They're, they're going to be consumed in hellfire. And the Bible indicates that hellfire will burn for a very, very short period. The answer is in relationship to the saved. And so this is part of the closure that comes about, you know, particularly uh, for the universe that has been looking on for so long, uh, for such a long period of time, there needs to be closure. And you know how it is when you know, a heinous crime takes here, and play, here on this earth and the family cannot find closure, they cannot find healing, they cannot find, um, you know, they cannot find any kind of peace until something is done about it, until some punitive action is taken. And so punitive action actually has a healing effect. Um, that needs to happen, uh, particularly for those who have been watching this world for six thousand years. I mean, we've had some pretty horrid things happen in our short lifespan time, but some people out, some people in the universe have been watching it for six thousand years. So yes, there will the hellfire will not go out instantly, but it will burn for a very very short time indeed. This is Anna Beden with "It's Not You, It's Him." You're listening to Faith FM.
faith for faith Oh, I need your grace Praise God, it's not my righteousness But it is yours Well, blessed assurance Jesus is my iron Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine Welcome back, guys. That was Anna Beaton with It's Not You, It's Him here on Faith FM. We have come to the end of the show. Special thanks to Lawson for joining us for the second half of the show. And right now we have chosen a gift to give away. What have we got? What have you got for us there, Lawson? All right. So I have a book. Okay. Mm. So that's, that's a start. It's yeah, a book. Yeah. And this Just book. What it normally is. This book is called After God's Heart, A Study in Brokenness, um, specifically from the life of David. Um, but this is, you know, we've been talking about break, the breaking of, of trust yeah. and, and a lot of different and situations and, yeah. Um, yeah, terrible situations. And, and yeah, this, this book here, it's written by a woman named Elizabeth Talbot. Um, and it's just, just going through, you know, how, how the Bible, um, what the Bible says about brokenness and the breaking down of relationships and how, how to sort of come through that with a biblical perspective, uh, which I think is an awesome thing. We should always have a biblical specific, uh, perspective. We should always be asking, yeah. what would Jesus do? Um, and Amen. if that is going to bring us through any situation that we need to get through. And I can I can personally attest to, to that, um, to going through brokenness and to going through hard times and, and, and rough things and you know, now being a follower of Jesus, how much better and easier it is. Um, you know, those things still are really bad and they're really hurtful, but how much better I can come out of it because I know Jesus and because um, he's working on my heart. So, Absolutely. Yeah, if you want give this book, yeah. it's cool. 1-800-324-843. We'll give you this book. Absolutely for free. If you're um, the first person. Um, mm-hmm. Unless you want to give me money, like that's no, cool. But no, 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 no. give Lawson money. <laughs> Donate to the Lawson show. <laughs> but you can get this book for free for the first person to call through. Fantastic. Well, that brings us to the end of our show. We have enjoyed your company as we always do. We love you guys when you join us in the morning. So make sure you always join us every morning right here on Faith FM for the breakfast show. And we'll be back tomorrow. I come to the garden alone While the dew is still on the roses The voice I hear Falling on my ear The Son of God discloses And He walks with me And He talks with me And He tells me I am His own And the joy that we share as we tarry there Nobody else has ever known He speaks and the sound of His voice All the birds hush their singing And the melody that He gave to me is in my heart Just a ring, a ring, a ring, a ring, a ring And He walks with me And he talks with me And he tells me I am his own And the joy that we share As we tarry there Nobody else has ever known
Yeah.